This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Hey, what's up? Welcome into episode 95 of Small Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Michelle Smallman. Our other host, Steve Cerruti, is here. Cerruti, 95 episodes. We are getting so close to number 100. Yeah, and uh, I'm pumped for this pod because this has probably been the most prep and homework that I've done for anything in a while. And I'm excited to unveil all this work that I've done. And I still feel like this is a pod that's going to piss some people off, but I'm okay with that. This is probably the most controversial thing we've ever done. And you're probably saying, enough fluff, get to it. And here's what we're doing. We talked a lot about states. Our reviewer last week said to me, how dare you call white trash people Hoosiers? How dare you denigrate Indiana? You're from Missouri. It's the butthole of America. You border Arkansas. Just a lot of slander about states. So Steve and I, off pod, were like, you know what we should do? Let's have a state draft. If we were each starting our own country and we got to draft the 50 states, 25 each, what would we do? And with that comes a lot of prep, okay? You need a big board. You need to think about strategy. You need to think about why you would pick a certain state over another. You need to think about, okay, Steve might want this state, but at what point is he going to select it? And is it worthy for me to jump up and get it? Do I need to trade up into an earlier round here? So yes, we have been strategizing and plotting and putting together our big board. And I, too, Steve, has spent more time on this than I've probably spent on anything in the past three months. And I'm very anxious and nervous for this draft. And it's crazy because, you know, we're both like relatively opinionated people. And I like to think that, you know, I usually take stands on things. And the ones at the top of my list and the bottom of my list, I feel like relatively strong about, strongly about. But I think the ones in the middle are the most interesting ones because it's like Indiana versus Delaware. What state is better? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, so we're going to use our own criteria. If this is all personal for us, so whatever we like or don't like about things we're going to use as far as our draft board. But the middle of this of these 50 states was so hard because, listen, I haven't been to all 50 states. I'm, a lot of this is just coming off of reputation and things that I've heard. Or, hey, if I, if I knew a friend that liked this city or something that was in this state, that's what most of my rankings are coming off of because I've only probably been to, I don't know, a dozen states, maybe closer to 20. I'm not actually sure. I didn't even actually count them. But I think the top and bottoms of our list are going to be pretty similar. And this is where I think my experience comes in handy because I have been to most of the states. I'm running a half marathon in all 50 states. I was getting ready to run number 20 in New Jersey, but I had already been there. So combined with my races, my travels, and our work travel, Steve, states that we've been to for work, I've covered almost all 50 states. Now, just because I may have had a positive or negative experience in a state, though, doesn't mean that that's why I would choose it or not choose it. Steve, when I tell you I was doing research last night, I was looking at population. I was looking at taxes. I was looking at state birds. I was going all over the map here. Trying, yeah, I was trying to find some major reasons why things would be a positive or a negative because I didn't want to just look at a prospect here at the baseline. I didn't want to just judge a state or judge a book by its cover, you know? So that's interesting. I took all the finances out of it. I said you're at an equal economic level. So like, you know, if you're in, for example, New York or, you know, where there's incredibly high taxes versus, I don't know, Florida, I just look at you make around the same, taking into account all the financial differences. So you're kind of the same person in whatever that state is. So it's not like you could be a baller in one state and super poor in the other state. And I also thought about it as if you're just dropped into this state and you have to live there, if one place or one city is nice or there's one attraction that you like, that's fine. But what about the totality of the state? And that's right. why I think bigger states somehow sometimes actually get kind of like a bad knock or will get a bad knock maybe in my rankings because while they have some cool attractions, they also have a lot of emptiness as well. So I kind of looked at it that way. 
And um, and it was like, hey, if I was just dropped there and I had to live there for a year or two, would I be happy or not? And that's my ranking. That's my big board. That's basically what I did as well. I looked at a lot of different things, but then I was also digging deep. I wanted to know, just like in any draft, Steve, you've got to look at character. You've got to look at history. You've got to look at potential red flags. And I'm thinking, okay, I need to look at all of the dirty laundry for these states here because I don't want to draft a state into my country and then have everyone say, we told you that <laughs> we told you that Minnesota was going to be a problem. You saw the red flags with Minnesota. So... And, you know, obviously that's just an example. No disrespect to Minnesota. Yeah. You know, what's funny about Minnesota, speaking of them, I was looking up like, okay, I compared my rankings to different blogs or people that also did similar things. And Minnesota was way high of all these people's rankings and not to like give away where I have them at. I think Minnesota is an okay state. I don't know. I've never been there. Seems all right. But some of these ranking people had them in the top 10. And I was like, what am I missing about Minnesota? So there's going to be massive varying of opinions, not only from me and you, but people that listen, people that live in the state are obviously going to be very biased for whatever state, like feature your state. I'm sorry. You know, maybe I'll go there one day and change my mind about it. But um, I'm looking forward to people being mad about this and upset where we rank their state. What is the name of your country? Should we just do Smallman and Saruti? Do we do East and West America? Because we can't do North and South America. What do we call our new countries? New America? It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Will Kane used to always talk about New Texas. Like yeah. He was going to just basically take a section and, and form his own country. Um, and I kind of like the idea of New Saruti. I don't know. New Saruti land. I think that's what I'm going to call it. Oh, wow. So you're going New Saruti land, just a real mouthful. Yeah, because it's a nod to when the pilgrims came over and started naming things New York, New Haven, New London, yeah. New wherever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll take the land off of it, just New. Well, cause, but there's no original Saruti, so that doesn't actually make any sense. I don't know. Well, like, do you have a good name for yours? I don't know. Maybe I need some inspiration. I'm just calling it small men. Italy is just Italy. Smallman is just Smallman. I know it's not creative. I know it's not Smallman something new. Like, oh, Smallman, great town. Love it. Great college town. No, Smallman is a country, Steve. It's more than just a city. No, but I'm saying that Smallman sounds like a cool place that you'd want to be in. Like, you know, oh, yeah, Smallman. Oh, it's you're right. You're right. Place. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, what's a sneaky great time, Smallman? <laughs> where Saruti, it doesn't really sound like a place, but if it was a place, it would be kind of mysterious. Like, oh, Saruti, interesting. Like an, a little international flair there, right, like right, a lot right. of a real melting pot type place. Okay, so we're landing on Smallman and New Saruti land, right? <laughs> I like that, yeah. Okay, so... Let's establish a couple things right off the bat. Snake draft, right? To keep the pace moving? Yeah, definitely. Definitely snake draft. And then I have a quarter here. I can flip heads or tails. You can FaceTime me if you would like to see the validity of this, but I hope that you would trust me and my integrity that I'll flip it, you call it, and I will give you the accurate reading here, okay? Okay. I don't, I don't think you're going to cheat in our in our fictitious <laughs> state draft, but you never know. I mean, we are competitive people. I am taking this very seriously, so you never know. But I, I well, swear, pinky promise, I will not cheat on the coin flip here. Well, I'm interested to know if we even have the same number one state. So it might not even matter, but I trust you. I don't think we do. And I'm real. So this this number one overall pick, if I have it. I almost hope you have it because I'm so stressed out. I have five states that I underlined that I 100% want. And I have five states that I have identified as surefire can't miss prospects in the top five. And there's a state that I really want and that I know is in the top five, but that I don't think I should take as a number one overall pick. Even though it's number one overall on my big board, from a strategy perspective, I know it's not number one on your big board. I know for a fact it's not. 
So I need, I, right, so that's that, what I'm like so stressed out because I really, if, if for some reason you take this state and I don't get it, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like, you know, in the NFL, if I have some cornerback that's really high, I have a first round grade on this guy, but I know everybody else doesn't have a first round grade on him. I'm probably not going to take him in the first round because I know I could wait. So there are some states that I have that I don't believe would be worthy of Smallman Landill or whatever you're just Smallman, I guess is the name of your place. There is some strategy here that I know I'm going to be able to wait and just say, okay, I don't think Michelle is going to take whatever state. Can I wait a round or two before I think that they go off the board? Yeah, my state that I really want is definitely the Tua of the draft. I know who's going to go number one overall. I know the Joe Burrow of this draft. But my state is the Tua where he has some injury questions, but a proven winner and I think probably the best value in the entire draft. So I'm really hoping you don't steal my Tua state from me. I'm trying to even think of who Tua would be. and I don't even know. So I'm really interested to know who your Tua is. Because you're right. I think the Joe Burrow is pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious. Okay. I'm going to flip it. I'm going to count to three. You call heads or tails, okay? One, two, three. Okay. Tails. Heads. Wow. George Washington quarter. Tails never fails. Wait, really? I always pick heads. Always. Oh, I always pick tails. You ever heard tails never fails? Come on. No, I don't have a fancy saying for heads, but heads wins all the time. <laughs> I mean, I've never, I, in my entire life of picking heads or tails, I've picked tails 99% of the time. I don't think I've ever picked on. tails well, once. If that's any indication of how our draft is going to go and how different our boards are, then we're working for a real one here. Okay, so I have the number one overall pick, which I didn't want. Now I'm stressed out. But this is snake draft, so it goes me, you, you, me. Correct. Are there trades? Can we trade? I think we should hold off trades until the end because once we see your 25, my 25, there's definitely going to be some that we wish we could barter. Okay. Okay. I'm so stressed out because I, <laughs> oh, I'm so nervous. All right. I don't know what to do here. Okay. Take two, but you won't. You just won't burrow. You know what burrow is. <laughs> I know what burrow is. Okay. All right. With the number one overall pick in the small talk state draft, I'm going California. Yeah. Yeah. Surefire, can't miss prospect. This guy is going to be consistently great. Mm-hmm. And you really don't have any questions, Marsh, about this guy. Good background, great ideal size. Yep. Um, you know, he, he does a ton of different things well. And this is a pick you make and you go to sleep at night knowing that you made the right call. A hundred percent. Even though my Tua is out there, when we're talking about a new Country, size is huge, huge state, California. And we're talking diversity here, okay? We've got beaches, we've got mountains, you can surf, you can ski. We've got wine country, we've got Santa Barbara. I know we've got a lot of population. I know we have earthquakes. I know we have wildfires. I know we've got some tax problems. But I'm willing to overlook all of those red flags for the positive that California brings, even though it's not what I wanted to take number one overall. I thought it was the right business decision here. Yeah, I mean, listen, there aren't very many negatives to California in general. And I, because sometimes I think, especially with the bigger states, and we'll get into this um, a little bit later, because I think I have some of the bigger states a little bit lower than you might think. But it's almost unfair because they have so many, they have so much landmass. They are able to have so many great things in them. So per whatever square mile, I don't know what the, uh, what like the efficiency is like for a state like California. But I will say that if you, any person could probably live in California and in some in some way find some happiness. So it's a no-brainer number one pick. Like I said, for me at number two, the draft starts at number two because I don't have a strong number two. Um, number one was very strong. Like, you seem to have a two. I don't have a two in this draft. I just kind of have a bunch of B-level prospects after okay. California. All right. 
Okay, with the first pick of New Cerruti Land, we take the state of New York. Oh, man. Now, I knew you were going to go New York on me. Damn it, Steve. So, so here's the thing. That wasn't your Tua, though, was it? No, it was not my Tua, but you know I really okay. wanted it. You know that I wanted it. So there's some strategy in this. I did think you wanted New York, so and I, do, and I genuinely do think New York is a great state for a lot of different reasons. Not as big as California, but I would say it packs a lot of the same punch in a smaller area. Obviously, you've got New York City, which is potentially the greatest city in the entire world. It is. Um, confirmed. Can't you've got confirm Long Island. Is. You've got great bougie beaches on Long Island, if that's your thing. You've got the upstate New York oh. like lake scene. Which Hudson is like Valley. Kind of deal. It's a very underrated, beautiful state. It really is. I almost considered taking New York number one overall, not only because of New York City, but wow. because, because of upstate New York is beautiful. I went to the Hudson Valley in the fall. Oh, my gosh. I could absolutely have a, I could live there and be happy. It's so quaint. It's so peaceful. The landscape is amazing. I'm very jealous that you walked away with New York as your number one pick here, Steve. And here's the thing, too, underrated. You know me, big fall guy, big seasons guy. You don't necessarily get that in all parts of California, but in New York, and especially if we're talking upstate New York in that way and, you know, up there by, like, with the Woodstock area, as you're saying, the foliage up there is absolutely beautiful, and it's something that I don't think California somewhat has. It doesn't have everywhere, but it's certainly not as good as New York. So New York, to me, is a strong number two pick. I would have still went number one California. I think you made the right call, but I'm very happy, and I took New York because I thought that you might want them as well. I love that you picked your number one pick because of foliage. That is so on brand for you. You know I love fall. I mean, come on. I'm a good layers guy. You know, you throw a vest on. Right. Outer layers, all that stuff. Like fall, for people that do not, and this is probably going to heavily impact my big board as well, I love season. So, like, if a place is super hot year-round or super cold year-round, that's a negative for me. All right, Snake Draft, you're up next. Okay, this is... Oh, my God, I'm so nervous. If you take my Tua, I'm going to be so pissed. I might even quit the draft. The state that I have as number three on my big board, I'm actually not going to take because I don't think you're going to take them. Now, I can't be wrong, and I'll let you know. But this is very difficult because I think there's a massive (laughs) drop-off after one, two. Like, massive. I think there's a drop-off after California, then to New York, and then there's a massive drop-off. Oh, see, this is where we differ. I have five underlined 100% surefire states, five of them. Okay, this might surprise you. This is going to surprise a lot of people. But I also think it's high on your list, so I'm going to go for it. Oh, my God, I'm nervous. I'm going Wisconsin. Oh, man. Damn it, Steve. (laughs) Damn it. I'm going Wisconsin because, listen, everyone knows that I love Madison. We went to Madison. It was one of the most fun times I've ever had in my life. I have friends that do live um, actually in Chicago, but do a lot of vacationing in Wisconsin, and they go to Milwaukee a lot. Milwaukee, underrated city, beer, cheese. Again, on the water, that's Lake Michigan, right? Lake Michigan there. So you've got lakes. You've got a great college town. You've got a couple of really nice cities. And again, beer, cheese. Yes, the winters are cold. But again, nice foliage up there. And I don't actually mind snow and things like that. So I'd prefer to be snowed in in the winter if I'm in Wisconsin. Make a nice fire. You can literally do anything you want in Wisconsin. It's a very underrated state. Some people will probably say three is too high. No. But welcome to uh, New Cerruti Land, Wisconsin. (sighs) 
I'm so pissed off because you've taken two of my top five, two of my <laughs> surefire top fives. This is why I didn't want to go number one overall because I knew picks two and three yeah. would be more important than number one, even though I had to take the Joe Burrow of the yeah. draft. And just to echo what you said, Wisconsin, crown jewel of the Midwest. Say whatever you want. It's got everything you could ever ask for. I know a lot of people will say, eh, some parts of Wisconsin, not so great. I don't want to hear it. I've never had a bad time in Wisconsin. It is an awesome state, and I am really pissed that you got it. So now I don't know what to do here because (laughs) I see your strategy, and I respect it. And there's two states that round out my top five, and I don't know if I go with the one that I think you're going to take or the one that I really want more, but... I'm going to go with my heart because looking over at New Saruti land and seeing New York and Wisconsin, you're building a great squad over there. I couldn't yes. sleep at night if with the second pick I didn't go Illinois. Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, on my board, massive reach. I had them at 20 on my Wow, board. damn so it. Me why Illinois is so high for you. So let me explain. So many reasons. You've got the city of Chicago, which is... Pound for pound, you could make an argument. It's the top be- five. You're going to say it's New York is. I would argue it's number two overall. Okay. You've got great sports there. You've got the lake. Anything you could ask for is in Chicago. Then with the rest of the state, we're again, we're talking mass. We're talking nice people. The Southern Illinois, where you still got some hiking that you can do. You border St. Louis, which is going to bring you another metropolitan group of people to the bottom of your state. It's the land of Lincoln, Steve. We're talking heritage. We're talking history. I'm also drafting the history of my state, and I definitely want the land of Lincoln. I don't care if it was a reach. This is going to be one of those things where people are going to say, wow, Illinois, really? You made a massive, massive reach there. And then when Illinois outperforms all of your other states, when New York becomes a diva and refuses to play and sits on the bench and demands a bigger contract and Illinois is a team first guy, you're going to be jealous that I selected Illinois. Uh, there's clearly a lot of bias here by you, and I know your heart's in the right place, but I think the majority of people are going to agree with me. This is a massive reach, especially with the fourth pick. You could have, I mean, I wasn't going to take Illinois for many, many rounds. You could have sat on Illinois and know that you could have gotten them safely. You know, and that surprises me. I thought after we partied in Chicago, and you love Chicago so much, that Illinois would be much higher on your big board. No, I mean, here's the thing, and I don't want to give away too much, but you mentioned it, Wisconsin crown jewel of the Midwest. It really is, and that's why I thought it was important to take that that high because I think there's kind of a big drop-off after that in the Midwest. All right, so we're going to do a little bit of a different snake trap here, though, because I don't want to have us like you take two, I take two, because that's how the snake trap format would go in this. So you had the first pick, I had the next two picks, then you have the fourth pick, and then we'll go every other from there on out, if that makes sense. Sure. Because right? I, I think we sort of want to go every other. We don't want to have multiple picks in a row every time because I think it's more fun when you go every other. So we're going to do a little bit of a change to the snake trap here. So I'll actually have the fifth pick if that's cool. Yeah, I'll allow it. Go ahead. The floor is yours. All right. I promise I'm not trying to cheat here. <laughs> okay. Wait, you have not taken your Tua yet, right? I did. Illinois is my Tua. That wasn't your Tua. Illinois oh, is my Tua. Oh, was your Tua. Oh, okay. So that's not – mm, yeah. See, I went, we just have – listen, we're different scouts. We have different uh, criteria that we like and dislike. I had way more red flags on your Tua pick than you, though. Man, so this is really hard because after this, there are a lot of states that have really beautiful scenery or they have really nice cities. There are very few, I think, that have both of states that we already haven't taken. So this is kind of like a personal preference thing to me. This is going to be a controversial one, but I'm going to take Massachusetts. Oh, oh, what a mistake. 
is this your Illinois for me? Like yep. way too, like I way overdraft here. I had Massachusetts in the top twenty. We'll put it that way. It's a great state, okay. but I would have never gone this high. So now we've each revealed our hands that we had a state that was obviously close to my heart and a state that was close to your heart based on our life experience that we drafted probably too high. I thought I was going to maybe take this too high, and I was a, just a little bit nervous that maybe you had this state a little bit higher than I thought you did, but clearly I'm wrong. Wow, I can't believe you went Massachusetts that high. What a mistake. <laughs> Listen, I kind of feel like this is a little bit of a reach, but here's all the pros that Massachusetts has going for it. One, Boston, great historical city. It's not one of my favorite cities, but in the Northeast, great city. You've also got Cape Cod, which is another amazing vacation spot which is actually not that far. It's not a big state, but it has a lot of things packed into it. A ton of great colleges in the state. So you've got BC, BU, obviously you've got Harvard, Northeastern. Then you go down to the Amherst area. You've got UMass. You've got Amherst College. That whole area is really cool as well. You know I love history. Massachusetts is one of the great historical states in our entire country, and I want to bring that to New Cerruti land. And plus it's in New England. So you're, again, you're going to get some great foliage you know, in the fall, which makes up for maybe the tough winter. So it might be a little bit of an overdraft here, but I think Massachusetts has almost everything. The only thing that's the problem with Massachusetts is outside of, you know, Boston and, as I said, the Amherst area and Cape Cod, there's kind of some weird areas in Massachusetts, but there are weird areas in every state. So I'm willing to overlook some of those flaws because I think the highs of Massachusetts are just really high highs. Massive fumble by you. I'm going to pick it up, and I'm going to run it in for a touchdown with my third selection for Smallman. I'm taking Colorado. I don't even need to explain it. Colorado is awesome. Look at the landscape of Colorado. Uh, We're talking beauty abounds. We can ski. We can hike. Pot is legal. I'm going to make a ton of money. I've got Colorado, and I'm really pumped about it. So I had Colorado relatively high, um, and it's a good pick. I'm not going to sit here and and pull any punches. It's a solid pick by you. The only thing with Colorado that always sort of worried me is is there any great water sources? What's the lake situation? We obviously know it's a landlocked state, so that's my only concern. I'm not a huge skier. I know the skiing there is really great, but I don't know if it, it's a great pick, but I'm not sure it was you know, for me completely. Whereas I say, I think with a sixth overall pick, it's probably about right where it should go. Yeah, who would want to hike and ski when you could talk about Amherst College? Yeah, but you know, like, <laughs> the, the, listen, we're going to agree to disagree. I think Colorado's a good pick. Um, I probably would have taken it a little bit later, but with the sixth pick, I think that's pretty fair. All there's right. a lot of great states on the board, by the way. But I agree. Some, we get to the point in the draft now where there's a good states with high peaks, but a lot of big flaws as well. You're up. All right, let's do this. I'm going to oh, – man, this is so hard. Give me Hawaii, okay? I know, I know that bitch. the problems with Hawaii are that it's by itself – you basically are isolated on this island. But if you want to be isolated on an island, why not be isolated on Hawaii? It's one of the most beautiful places on Earth. Incredible beaches. Everyone there seems to be super happy. The food is great. If you love poke, if you love fish of any kind, it's unbelievable. Yes, it could be annoying living around tourists a lot, but I think, you know, the touristy areas, you kind of stay away from those. And if I just want overall happiness with, like, waking up on a beautiful beach every day, how could you go wrong with Hawaii? So I'll take Hawaii with, what's that, my seventh pick, the seventh overall pick. Good pick by you. Good pick by you. Yeah, it seems pretty straightforward. I think people might think Hawaii in some ways could be a little overrated because it might maybe it's tougher to live there year-round than what I'm suggesting because I am a person. You know me. I love seasons, as I said before, and this is going to be just heat year-round and even some rain, too, as well. But I feel like if you're trapped in a place like that, it's impossible not to be happy in Hawaii. Okay, I'm going to keep this moving. With my next pick, I'm going Texas. It's a big state. Mm. You've got some great cities in Texas, Dallas. Let's talk about Austin. You've got a great, great scene in Austin. Probably the best Mexican food in the country resides in the great state of Texas. 
I am definitely getting a complete player with Texas. You know, <laughs> you know that Texas is going to bring it. Five tool. Five tool player in Texas. What do they say? Everything's bigger in Texas. I know it's going to bring the boom when I need it. It also borders the water. So you've got that aspect going. I have no qualms about taking Texas number four on my draft list here. I think it's a good pick. I think it's a little bit overrated because kind of in the same way that I was talking about with the big states. Yes, Austin's great. Dallas is seemingly cool. I'm not a big Houston guy, but um, there's also a lot of empty space. Like, what are you going to do with West Texas? You guys going to just leave them to govern themselves? How is that going to work? Because I feel like Yes, there are cool pockets in Texas, but the entire state as a whole, is it as great? Is it a little bit overrated? I would say yes. True, but to me, look at all that space for development. Texas has room no, to grow. True. Texas has a higher ceiling than some. Like Massachusetts has hit the ceiling, okay? You know what you're going to get out of Massachusetts, where when I'm looking at Texas, I'm looking at potential. I'm looking <laughs> at an already great foundation with potential to grow. Mm. I think Texas is kind of peaked as well. I don't know. And it's super hot down there. So if you're not by the water, then it's kind of miserable as well. So I don't know. Like if you don't have a pool at your house, you're kind of screwed. Let me do my next pick here. And this is where we go to the part of the draft where I think you have to overlook some flaws because you see some great things in a state. And I think some people would be surprised maybe this state fell this far. I think this state has some glaring flaws, but also some incredible skills. I'm going to take Florida with the ninth pick in the draft. And... Florida's upside, like Florida is like Texas in a lot of ways where it's like, I see these great things about it, but I think Florida is actually better than Texas because Florida's got unbelievable beaches, especially in the southern part of the state. The problem with Florida is that, what do you think of when you think of Florida? You think of kind of crazy people, you think it's a little bit trashy, um, and other than the beaches, especially if you get to North Florida, it's like, what is going on up there, like north of Tampa Bay? But I'm going to take Florida just because obviously Miami's awesome and the southern part of the state. I will live with the northern part of the state being a little bit weird, so Florida is my ninth pick overall. This draft is falling right into my hands, Steve. I knew that you would take Florida. Cancer in the locker room. Red flags abound. Yes, it's a freak on the field, but Florida is a bad pick by you. I will just say this that. This pick could blow up in my face, for sure. 100% true. You know what? Here's what I'll say about Florida. I like a lot of parts of Florida. Florida's boom or bust. Florida is boom or bust. Yep. There's no in-between. It's either going to excel for you in New Cerruti land, or it's going to be the reason that everything falls apart, and that was a risk I was not willing to take, so I'm glad that you took Florida off the board. All right, now, this is where things get tricky for me because I have about five options that I can choose from, and I want to make sure that I choose correctly. I'm, set, I'm setting the tone here. With my next pick, I'm going Oregon. Wow. I'm going Oregon. I need a little Pacific Northwest in here. We're going to be drinking a lot of beautiful wines from the Willamette Valley. Oregon also has great breweries. Hello, home of Nike headquarters. Just do it, Steve. We're talking hiking. Uh, Portland, I've never been. Really want to go. Great city. But it seems like everyone there is very chill. They also have great athletes coming out of Oregon. For so many reasons, I'm picking Oregon next. I think you're right on wanting to go to the Pacific Northwest, but that wouldn't be the state I would take in the Pacific Northwest. So I'm a little bit surprised by that, but it's not a bad pick overall. I think Oregon would be an all right place to be. I am going to stick with the Northeast shocker here. Uh, Maine is going to be my next pick. Maine is an underrated state. Maine is awesome, first off. Portland, speaking of Portland, I would say that Portland West now, Portland East and Portland Maine is almost just as cool. It has an incredible beer and food scene. It's a little history, like I get that, but you've got an L.L. Bean factory, you've got Maine lobsters, there's like a billion lakes in Maine, plus it's massive, so you can get off the grid if you want to, and it has all the charm of the Northeast when it comes to the fall and foliage, you know, I like that, obviously, as I've mentioned a couple of times, plus it's not far away from Boston, it's not far away from some other bigger cities in the Northeast, so Maine, to me, super underrated state, and I'll take that with the 11th pick.
Other than Florida, Steve, you're basically just picking places where you can wear flannel. That's true. Listen, you know that I like a good layer. So this is new Cerruti land, and this is what we're going to do there. We're going to wear a lot of flannels and layers. So heads up, Hawaii. Check your floral button-downs working some flannels in new Cerruti land. Okay, with my next pick, oh, man. Now this is where the strategy comes in because I'm trying to think. I'm looking at my big board, and I'm trying to think of places that I want to make sure to secure before you do. And you kind of tipped your hand with your strategy here. With my next pick, I'm going to go, hmm, shoot. I don't know where to go here. (laughs) Okay, with my next pick, again, this is the country that I want to live in, that I want to construct, and I want the state of Montana to be in my country. I'm going Montana. Wow. Wow. You would have picked Montana over Maine? Yeah, and I've been to both, so I can speak to the fact that Montana's better. That's insane. Montana, I feel like, is the place that wannabe writers go to find themselves. And it's, there's a couple ranches as well. I feel like Montana, there's this idea of Montana, and then there's actually what Montana is. And there's this massive gap between what the two of those are. So I think this is a massive reach by you. I've been to Montana. It's the second best vacation I've ever been on, other than when I went to Italy. It is one of the most beautiful places on Earth. Flathead Lake is unbelievable. They have the best cherries on planet Earth. And look at some of my states, Steve. I'm trying to diversify my portfolio. We've got California, <laughs> highly populated. You've got Illinois, a massive city of Chicago. Yeah. Montana is where we're going to have some wide open spaces. We're going big sky country here. I want a place where we can roam, where we've got the beauty of nature nature, some bad self-service there, but it's a place that we can escape to if need be. I'm pumped about my Montana pick. Yeah, you're taking up a lot of area, like land. Like you're, You have picked some of the biggest states in the union, whereas I've gone more for some of the smaller ones. Bigger's not always better, Michelle. I'm just saying. Per square foot, I would still take you know most of my states over yours, but California, Montana, and Texas for you, are you going to pick Alaska next? I feel like you're just going with a land grab right now. No, because I know that you'll pick Alaska because it's cold there, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Well, all right, I guess I can hold on to that one, tipping your hand there a little bit. <laughs> so I think this is the part of the draft where a lot of these states are the same. I think Montana's a decent pick. I wouldn't have picked it that high. But here, I think you could make a reach for a couple of states. So I'm going to do this. I think the state you should have taken took over uh, Oregon in the Pacific Northwest. I'm going to go with Washington State. Okay. Um, Seattle is one of the best cities there is in the country. I understand the rainy climate's kind of a bummer. But another great food and beer scene. The people there seem really cool. And I just think it seems to be a better state as a whole than Oregon. So I'm surprised that you went Oregon over Washington. So I'll take Washington here and try to uh, like diversify myself geographically. Cool state. I love Seattle. Shout out to our friend Jen Howard, who always listens. She's from Seattle. And so she'll be bummed that I'm saying this. But peck your umbrella, Steve. I'm not in any way pissed that you pick Washington. Even though it is yeah, but you know what? Like home of grunge music, you know. Oh, flannel I, again. I My God, this is a flannel draft. What? What to you is so much better about Oregon than Washington, though? Like, I don't understand. I'm surprised you don't like Oregon more. Oregon Trail, you love history. That's true. And and the video game, shout out Oregon Trail. But I just feel like I'd rather have, and it's close, but I would rather have Washington. I'll very happily take Washington off your hands. Okay. Thank you for taking it off my hands. So I'm literally so stressed out here. You should You should see this. I'm chewing on a straw. Um, I am nervous. You just don't want to be that person that overlooks the state or like has a a massive draft mishap and everyone starts laughing at you because that's where we're at right now. Okay. I know exactly what I'm doing next. Citizens of Smallman, pack your cowboy boots. We're going to Tennessee. Okay. Good pick. We're going to Tennessee. Nashville, great spot, booming city. 
the infrastructure probably needs some work because so many people want to live there. But that to me is an indicator. So many people want to live there, which means it's a state that I need to pick. I'm going Tennessee and I think it's the right call. I think that is a good one. You're at Nashville, the music scene, Nashville Hot Chicken. Come on. That was actually very high on my list, and I probably would have taken next, if not the round afterwards. So that was like a little bit of a steal from you by there uh, off of my big board. Now I'm I'm flustered now because I think that was probably going to be my next pick. I'm going to go with a state that's a little bit similar. I'm going to go North Carolina, and let me tell you why. Okay. We love Chapel Hill. We've been there. Shouts out Tar Heels. Durham, not as cool, but also you got Duke there. So you got some cool schools, obviously, in the state. The Outer Banks, is I've never been, but it's apparently amazingly beautiful, although it's sort of turned into the Jersey Shore with this new uh, show that's on Netflix, right, which I haven't seen. My wife, Maddie, watched it, and it sounds like it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But I've heard the Outer Banks is really cool, so that's a plus. And Carolina Barbecue. I know that you're more of a Midwestern, obviously, barbecue, you know, what are you, Kansas City style? But <laughs> North what? Carolina, I think, has a Where lot of things from? that I want. So North Kansas City style. How about St. Louis what, barbecue? Oh, St. Louis style barbecue. What? I forget. I always forget St. Louis has a style of barbecue. I didn't even know that. Uh, stop sleeping on it. It's the best in the country. Uh, but I do like Carolina barbecue the best because that's the vinegar based one, right? If I'm not mistaken, I'm not a barbecue expert, but I do like Carolina barbecue. It is vinegar. You're right. Yeah. Okay. It's a tangy Carolina barbecue sauce. Yeah. So I'm all in on that. Feel like North Carolina. I actually feel like I got good value there at 15. I would have never picked North Carolina because of what happened to Illinois in 2005. And I'm no fool. I'm not trying to start a civil war with Illinois being my number two pick. You just can't have the Tar Heels and the Illini existing in the same country. So while it might have been a good pick for you, it was an easy one for me to avoid. Okay, with my next pick. Now, after I had such a strong showing with Tennessee, I cannot falter here. I need to keep this momentum going. I need to keep this same big state energy with my next pick. And, oh boy, here. You know where I'm going, Steve? You may laugh at this. <laughs> I'm going Louisiana. We're getting some Creole. Oh, no. We're getting some Bayou. We're getting some jazz up in Smallman. We are going to have a great time. Nobody parties better than Louisiana. And I want a state that can party in my country. We are going Louisiana. One of the hardest States to evaluate, I'll say that. And I'm not even going to judge your pick because I understand why you would take this. My thought would be, though, that New Orleans seems like a place that you want to visit, not live. Love LSU, but I don't really want to live in Baton Rouge. And there's a lot of swamps everywhere. It seems like a very weird state. But I understand the pros are what they are, and you can't pass up that kind of talent. So I'm not going to knock the state, but I don't think I would have taken them anytime soon. So I am thinking about a lot of factors here, but a lot of these states I'm picking, I'm also considering the temperament of the people that live there. And people in Louisiana are awesome. It kind of reminds me of St. Louis. If you love them, they're going to love you back. And obviously with me picking them in my country, they realize my love for them. People of Louisiana are going to ride for me. We're going to party together. We're going to eat some crawfish, some gumbo. We're going to drink some hurricanes. We're going to queue up some jazz and we're going to have a damn good time. Yeah, bidets and po' boys for everybody. Yeah, shout out po' um, boys. All right, my next pick is, again, this is a weird part of the draft where I just kind of feel like there are a lot of, you know, you can go whatever way you want from the next, I think, like 20 states. I'm going to take Maryland, and I'll tell you why. I decided this independently, Michelle, and you can tell me if this is BS or not. I'm going to allow Virginia and Maryland to also claim D.C. since they're basically in their own states, right? Like, we're not picking D.C. It's not part of this entire thing. And you know that I love D.C. as a city. So partially I'm taking Maryland because I'm including D.C. because I know Baltimore is not that great. But I'm also looking at the food scene there. The Bay, Chesapeake Bay is awesome. And I love crab cakes. Like, what's more American than crab cakes? I want to bring that over to New Cerruti land. So Maryland is going to be my pick, and I feel pretty strongly about it. 
I'm pissed off. That was the next state on my big board, Crab Cakes and Football. That's what Maryland does. Great pick by you, Steve. I feel like the tide has Thank turned. You. I'm really upset that you stole Maryland from me. So now I need to counter. All right. Where do I go from here? I have a couple things highlighted. There's really only a few more states I'm concerned that you're going to take. So I'm going to go ahead. You have North Carolina. I'm going to go ahead and take South Carolina with mm-hmm. my next pick. I want Charleston. I want, I want again, the water scene there. And I do watch Southern Charm on Bravo. I know there's a lot of old money in South Carolina. <laughs> and so I would like to take that capital with me to Smallman. So South Carolina is off the board. Yeah, South Carolina, good pick. Love Charleston. But my question was, outside of Charleston, what is there? Now, you've got Myrtle Beach, but a little bit trashy. Um, I don't know. I love Charleston as much as I do. I'm okay with letting you have South Carolina. I think North Carolina is the better of the Carolinas. I know that you might think parts of South Carolina are trashy, but how dare you speak those words? You picked Florida. That's true. No, listen, I <laughs> <laughs> Florida, as you said, Florida ultimate boomer bus pick. It might blow up in my face. And if it does... Then, you know, I'll probably get fired. But here it is. Uh, or I get fired from president of New Saruti Land. But I'm willing to take the risk. I'm willing to put my neck out on the line for Florida because I feel like we, I could get the best out of the state of Florida if I just get them into my country. Okay. But let me do the next pick here. Man, it's like these, again, some of these are so difficult to sort of differentiate upon because they have so many great features, but also a lot of great flaws. I'm going to go with Michigan. And the yeah. reason I'm going to go with Michigan, because I think that is probably the number two in the Midwest, I had them ranked ahead of Illinois, I believe, on my big board. <laughs> what they a have mistake. the most coastline of any state besides Alaska. I didn't know that until I started doing research. That's pretty awesome. That's a really valuable thing to have a ton of. I'm going to add, a, I've got Florida and I've got a ton of coastline in Michigan. So, yes, I'm not super pumped about Detroit. Ann Arbor seems really cool. I know there are some flaws in Michigan, but I'll take the coastline of Michigan uh, with my 19th pick. I see you, Michigan. And I am going to raise you Minnesota. I'm taking Minnesota off the board. Why? So what, what, Why does everybody love Minnesota? I don't get it. Let me explain it to you. So I went to Minnesota this past summer. I went to a Twins game. I was only there for a weekend, and it was an amazing time. Minneapolis is a great city. You want to talk about local brewing? They had amazing, amazing local beers in Minnesota. They have great sports teams, and everyone is so nice. Again, I'm looking at personality of people, and I want Minnesota. Minneapolis is one of those places where after I left it, I said, people are sleeping on Minneapolis. This is a great, great city. Very clean, very easy to navigate. It was an awesome place. And I imagine that the state is similar. Yes, it's going to be very cold there, especially in the winter. But that's when the Vikings come out, Steve. We're going to be yelling skull and we're going to be slamming beers and wearing horns on our head. Again, Minnesota, I think, is going to get along great with Louisiana. I think those two states are probably going to party together and it's going to be a great, great time. I think that I got the better value pick with Minnesota over Michigan. Okay. Um, I guess you kind of sold me on Like I said, when I was looking up doing some of the research here. How about this? Minnesota has 11,000 lakes. They have more shoreline than California, Hawaii, and Florida combined. Uh, But not more than Michigan, though. So, bummer. You know? (laughs) I feel like I got you beat there. (laughs) Yeah, but here's the thing. Okay, so we're talking about bad weather. People in Minnesota are going to pitch in, right? If we get buried under a snowstorm, they're going to say, hey, let's all dig it out together. I feel like Minnesota is going to be one of those, hey, help your neighbor type states. And that's what I want. I want that in Smallman. That's fair. That's fair. And um, the cold uh, weather, no, that's not going to bother me. Like, we welcome cold weather states into New Saruti Land. But 
I don't know. I feel like there are a few other states in the uh, in the Midwest that I would have probably taken over that. One more note on Minnesota, home of Prince. Okay, we've got Prince. Continue. <laughs> okay. Continue. Well, you don't have Prince because he's no longer with us. But <laughs> yes, you did have Prince. Yeah, you're right. Um, R.I.P. Prince. R.I.P. All right. <laughs> Rest in peace, Prince. Um, okay, my next pick. Uh, you're probably gonna make fun of me for this one, but I actually think this is kind of an underrated state. I'm gonna go Vermont. It's freaking beautiful. It has some of the best skiing in the entire country and cheese. So I feel like I rest my case there. A middle round pick, and I get Vermont with the 21st overall pick. Welcome to New Surrey Land. Vermont is a great state. When we went there for Rosillo's homecoming, I really enjoyed it. It is very beautiful. It is so you. It's more you than me. I'm not surprised that you selected it. It was higher on my list than a lot of other states, but I would not have taken it that high. You haven't picked a state in the Northeast yet, just uh, FYI. Well, it's funny. And I picked Midwestern states, so I feel like I'm putting my biases aside. Well, I'm writing down all of these states as we select them so that I can see who's still on my big board here. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that, Steve, because with the next pick, I'm going New Jersey. Oh, you could have it. New Jersey, I've said it on this podcast before, the best food in America may come from a kitchen in New Jersey. Everybody there can throw down. They can cook. They've got the best delis in America. I love the people. There's nothing boring about New Jersey, okay? Everybody there has a boombastic personality. It is the home to one of the greatest television shows, if not the greatest television show of all time in The Sopranos. And you also, Steve, have to think about war. At some point, a country may be threatened by war. And if so, I want New Jersey in the Pentagon. Oh, I, I want please. I want the mobster mentality in the Pentagon. I want somebody to be playing chestnut checkers, and that's what New Jersey is bringing to Smallman. I rest my case. New Jersey, great pick by me. Okay, guys like the situation, yes, they may be big and have muscles and work out, but those guys don't win fights. So I'm not convinced that Jersey's going to hold up in any sort of fighting situation. And yes, the beaches in Jersey are nice, but neither of us jive with the Jersey Shore theme. The Jersey Shore people, it's just a weird thing, and it's, I don't want to be a part of it. And uh, Jersey kind of smells a little bit. So I just knew you were going to have Jersey. I had them much lower on my rankings, and I knew you were going to have them higher because you've got some family there. Jersey, not a priority for New Surrey Land. You know what, and that's fine. We'll take our boardwalks and our Italian subs and our saltwater taffy and we'll be laughing all the way back to Smallman. So. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, you know what? Because I already have Hawaii, I'm going to come full circle. I'm going to take Alaska, too. I feel like it's not too early. It's beautiful. We're talking about the complete opposite of Hawaii. I feel like I have such a well-rounded union now between New York, Wisconsin, Mass, Hawaii, Florida. I've got a lot of great beaches. I've got a lot of great sort of mountain areas, including Vermont, which I just drafted before that. I'm going to go with Alaska because I kind of feel like it's underrated. Now, the, the problem with Alaska is that I don't know what you necessarily do there other than just take in all the beauty that surrounds you. But I will just take that because it's a, it's a land grab for me. So, Alaska, welcome to New Surrey Land. <laughs> I knew this would happen. And I knew that you would sleep on this state. And I am taking the prospect with the most raw talent in the union. With my next pick, I'm going Arizona. Mm, interesting. Why do you say that? We've got the hiking. We've got Phoenix, great city, and sometimes you just need a great flag, and Arizona has an awesome, awesome flag. So I'm going Arizona because you can golf there, you can hike there, you can have professional sports there. I mean, yes, it gets very, very hot, but that's what pools are for. That's what air conditioning is for. I think that a lot of people choose to live in Arizona for a lot of those positive reasons, so I'm going Arizona. Uh, Arizona, to me, one of the most overrated states in the entire union. You can't even go outside for like six months of the year, and it's landlocked, so... 
again, unless you have a pool, like you're not really going outside and you can't enjoy it. And yes, while those six months may be nice, it's mostly desert. I don't know what I do with that kind of land. So I don't know. I think that's kind of a reach by you. Mm. I think that's your worst take of the day. But continue. Please give me your next <laughs> okay. pick. There's some big states still left on, not like, you know, like a size-wise states, but like some well-known states that I think are still left on the board here. One of them, I'm fascinated to know, and I'll let you know if you pick them before I do, because it's still sort of lingering there, and it's a big well-known state that neither of us have touched yet. But I'm going to skip over it for now. I'm going to take Virginia. Mm, Um, I feel like it has the charm of sort of like a southern state, but it's not in the middle of nowhere like Alabama or Mississippi or Arkansas. And You know, as I said earlier, I'm going to claim D.C. as part of that state as well. So between the Southern Charm, good beaches, and I get Washington, D.C. win the mix. Give me Virginia. Virginia is an incredibly beautiful state. It's got a lot of history. That's a great pick by you. Virginia was actually next on my big board. So I'm going to go ahead and take a state that I know you're not going to take, but that I certainly do want in the union. I'm going Missouri. We cannot have small men without St. Louis. Even though there's parts of Missouri I do not claim, even though I don't identify Missouri, can it be a small man without St. Louis? The answer is no. So I have to take Missouri next. I was interested in when you were in, because you, I know you don't love Missouri. You don't. You love parts of Missouri. You love the St. Louis part of Missouri. I didn't know if I was going to take them before you, but apparently I did not, obviously. Uh, Kansas City. Do you feel conflicted about that? I mean. No, I don't. When you're looking at states, you're looking at what What's do, in the middle, though? What is in the middle? Nothing. Well, you have Columbia, so, which is a college town. You have Rolla. You have Springfield. There's other bigger cities there. But I just look at the two Biggest cities, St. Louis and Kansas City. St. Louis, I mean, we all know how great St. Louis is. I do not need to wax poetic about all the positives that St. Louis brings. Kansas City, also a great city, as you mentioned. Barbecue, I love the way that it's laid out. They have this great area called the Plaza. Again, nice people. You've got professional sports there. There's a lot of things to do in Kansas City. So while I commend you for your Virginia pick, there's also a lot of weird-ass parts of Virginia. So if we're, mm-hmm. if we're talking about positives over negatives, I think Missouri's got more positives than Virginia does. No, it does not. No, it does not. But that's a great segue because my next state is very similar to uh, Missouri, I think, overall. It's a little bit smaller. And it was the state I was just talking about that was like a major state that neither of us had touched yet. I'm going to go with Pennsylvania. I know Pennsylvania is probably a risky one, but you get Pittsburgh and you get Philadelphia. Philadelphia actually gets a bad rap. Kind of a fun city. Also, home of Ben Franklin, very historical state. You know I love history. So while I know that there are flaws, and we're talking about what's in between those two cities, there's nothing in between those two cities in the state of Pennsylvania. I'm going to take them because of the two major cities, and I think that it's a decent pick in the middle of the draft. (laughs) I can't believe you picked that because that means you also get Happy Valley, which I know you hate. I know, and the middle of Pennsylvania legitimately scares me because it's like, what is there? It's just a bunch of nothing. There's some Amish people. But Philadelphia is like one of the top 10 cities in the United States. So I feel like getting them with a 27th pick in the draft, there's like a little bit of value there. This draft is going exactly how I hoped with my next pick. I'm taking Kentucky. We've got rolling green hills. Mm -hmm. We've got horses. We've got racetracks. And we've got the bourbon trail, baby. I'm going Kentucky with my next pick. And I cannot believe Kentucky fell this far. I honestly think Kentucky, while there are some weird parts about it, is certainly better than some of the states we've already picked. Kentucky's a good pick. I'm not going to deny that. Bourbon, other than, but other than bourbon, I'm not into horse racing and I'm not into Kentucky basketball. So other than bourbon, I don't know. And I can get bourbon in other states as well. So I don't hate the pick, but a little bit overrated for me. All right, next one here. I'm going to go, you're going to say that I'm super biased here and I'm going to clean up on my, my run on the Northeast, but 
For the pizza alone, I'm going to take my home state of Connecticut. It has the best pizza in the entire union. Pizza is the best food there is, period. I would say pizza and tacos are like the tier one foods, but I'll take pizza. So if I get New Haven-style pizza, yes, I know Connecticut's kind of a weird, boring state, and there's not a lot going on here. Michelle, you hated it when you lived here. But I will take the state of Connecticut because I feel like I have to have it in New Cerruti land. And let's just give out the best pizza to everybody. It's just going to make everybody happier. If you think that is the best pizza... Might I suggest you visit your number one pick in New York? New York pizza is not the best pizza. I know you went to Pepe's and you had a weird experience. I'm not a big fan of the white clam pizza either, but if you get any of the other red sauce pizzas there, it's the, the New Haven Worcester Street pizza. If you haven't had it, it is the best pizza in America, period. Mm. Wow. I am glad that you're willing to die on that hill because it allows me to take my next pick, which is Wyoming. Again with Montana, we're going wide open spaces, no pollution, low crime. We're going skiing. We're going fishing. We're going hiking. We've got Yellowstone National Park. We've got a lot of land to work with here. I'm going Wyoming. Not a bad pick. Pretty boring. Probably a low population center, but there are some really cool natural things. So I I understand that pick there. Let me do this. My next pick, this is a really tough one, but I'm going to go... With the state of Utah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's not where I thought you were going. City's a cool place. I've never been. Heard it's a pretty cool place. You know, obviously you've got the University of Utah there, which it seems like a pretty cool school as well. And, you know, great skiing. So I have two of the greatest skiing hubs. I have, well, you have Colorado, but I have both Utah and Vermont. So for anyone that loves winter, loves the mountains, loves the Rocky Mountains specifically, Utah to me is an underrated pick. Okay. Hmm. Where to go here? Okay, you know, this is something in my notes, and I'm not really sold on any of these other states. With my next pick, I'm going, I'm going, (laughs) I'm going Rhode Island. It might be small, but it is mighty. (laughs) I think that there are a lot of beautiful parts of Rhode Island. The coastline is amazing. Mm -hmm. Newport is so beautiful. It's one of those places I visited when I lived in Connecticut, and I loved it. I thought it was so quaint. I loved all the beautiful old homes there. Okay, here's some things I loved about Rhode Island now that we're here. Dell's Lemonade, amazing. They have this thing called coffee milk, where it's basically like chocolate milk, but it's coffee syrup that you put in milk. It was awesome. And in my notes, I'm literally looking up my notes. The state song of Rhode Island is called Rhode Island, It's For Me. And you know what? I want want that song in my country. Rhode Island, it's for me. So we've got Newport in the summer. We've got coffee milk in the winter. And we've got a great song coming out of Rhode Island. Rhode Island, it's for me. I'm pumped to welcome Rhode Island to Smallman. Yeah, listen, you know, Rhode Island, Taylor Swift is a house there. Westerly, beautiful. I just said Newport, beautiful. Now, the problem is Providence is a weird place. I I wouldn't recommend anyone go to Providence. But the beaches, you're right. For the beaches alone, it is a cool spot. But it's, what, the smallest state in the Union. You've got now the largest state in the Union. And I guess I have Alaska. So you have some of the largest states in the Union. You now have the smallest state in the Union. So I guess you're diversifying your portfolio a little bit here, Michelle. I am. And like I said, sometimes great things come in small packages. And I am in no way ashamed of my Rhode Island pick. I feel like this is the part of the draft where I'm just going to throw my hands up in the air and maybe throw a dart at a board and whatever stick sticks because I don't know if I'm in love with any of the states left. Like, I know there are certain states, like the, probably the bottom five or six states are places I would never want to be, and we'll get to those in a second. But I think the up until then, the remaining states are all kind of the same. So I don't know if there's going to be that very many winners or losers in the next couple of picks here. I will take uh, – I'm going to take Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I've never been. I don't know much about it. The University of Oklahoma and Norman seems like a pretty cool school and a pretty cool place to be. I get the Oklahoma City Thunder, big basketball guy. I don't really have much to say about Oklahoma other than that. So I don't know much about them. It's kind of a blind pick, but welcome Oklahoma to uh, New Cerruti Land. 
With my next pick, thank you, Steve, for taking Oklahoma off the board. I am pumped to welcome Iowa to Smallman. Iowa is a great state. It's a great cost of living, super nice people. And this may shock you. Iowa is going to be my sneaky cerebral pick on this team because at 99%, Iowa has the highest literacy rate in the country. And at 90%, they have the highest graduation rate. They also consistently rank in the top of the nation for SAT and ACT scores. A lot of smart people coming out of Iowa. Iowa is my cerebral pick. Bring the corn. Bring the Hawkeye football. We are welcoming Iowa to Smallman. All right, decent pick. Again, I don't know much about some of those Midwestern states where they're just in the Great Plains areas, like other than the fact that they're flat and that people are pretty spread out. So you made a great case for the state of Iowa. I don't know. Maybe it's that fun. Maybe it's not. But I actually think that the next pick that I have is is an underrated one and it is one that probably should have gone a little bit earlier. I'm going to go with New Mexico. I knew you would. New Mexico, I actually didn't even realize that I had forgotten them on my big board. I scrolled down too far and I didn't, I just forgot they were there. I would have probably taken them two or three picks ago. New Mexico is one of the fewest states in the union where you can go skiing and then go to a pool in the same day. My godparents live there for a long time. They now live in Colorado, but they will swear that New Mexico is the best place that they live. They live there. Albuquerque, Santa Fe is a really cool city. Um, a lot of the same things that Arizona brings to the table, but I actually think New Mexico is a better state. So even though I forgot about you, New Mexico, I'm pumped to have you as part of the squad. Sounds sick. Enjoy the turquoise jewelry. With my next pick, I'm going Nevada. There's more to Nevada than Las Vegas, even though with Las Vegas, we're getting gambling, we're getting money, and we're getting shows. If I have Nevada and Smallman, think about all the entertainment and attraction that I could bring to Smallman with Nevada in the fold. We've also got Red Rock Canyon. We've got Lake Mead. They've got the Nevada State Park. There's a whole bunch of things going on nature-wise in the state of Nevada outside of the lights and the party and the action that Vegas brings. So, I'm going Nevada. Interesting. I have no interest in Nevada. I don't like Vegas. And then I have no idea what else you do. What, are you going to go to Reno and hang out? Like, pass, hard pass on Nevada for me. <laughs> so I guess we'll have to agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> My next pick is going to be Nebraska. And the only reason I'm picking Nebraska is because you just took Iowa. And I feel like they're the same state. So um, I'm just going to take Nebraska because I don't know who else to pick right now. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, so we've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Okay, so we have 13 picks left in this draft, and we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here. I think we both probably have one state ranked last, and it's probably going to be a race to see who doesn't end up with that state. You went Nebraska. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so stressed about what I'm choosing here. Um, I hope you don't take it. I actually have a pick in mind. I hope you don't take it. Okay. My next pick in this draft, I'm going with the Diamond State. I'm going Delaware. Delaware, we've got some, we've got some coastline, zero sales tax <laughs> in Delaware. <laughs> it's it's a sneaky one of the best places to retire. I read in the country. So based on what we have next on the board, I will take Delaware. Uh, Delaware voted most state. You're most likely to forget because that even existed in the first place. Delaware is not even on my radar. Couldn't be less interested in Delaware. Really? Because you wouldn't remember beaches or Mid Atlantic coastal charm. Yeah, but when I think about that, I think about Maryland. I think about other states in that area. I don't think about Delaware. Delaware is just like a weirder version of New Jersey to me. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I think you didn't pick it then because I'm, really pumped, I'm pumped to have the Mid-Atlantic Coastal Charm. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm happy for you, but I'm also happy you just took one of these uh, guys off my hands. Uh, I will take Georgia with my next pick. Now, Georgia, I don't even know if I love the totality of Georgia, but I get Atlanta, which is the major metropolitan city. Seems to be a pretty cool spot. I get Savannah, which is a great city. And I get Peaches. I love Peaches. Who doesn't love Peaches? So give me Georgia. My next pick was between Georgia and the state I'm going to pick. I think you made a good call there, but... While we love Savannah, while we love the Real Housewives of Atlanta, shout out Nene, shout out Portia, shout out anyone on that show but Tanya. Oh. I think, by the way, I didn't even mention the rap scene. I get the hub of Southern rap. Georgia, underrated state. I feel like I got a steal there. No lie. I was going to pick Georgia next specifically for Outcast. So good call. Literally in my yep. notes, I wrote, pick Georgia, Outcast. And if we're going famous faces, with my next pick, I'm going Alabama. I pick Nick Saban. Wow. I pick college football. I pick To Kill a Mockingbird. Outside of St. Louis, the best barbecue I've ever had is at Saw's in Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham's sneaky cute town. Sneaky cute. Birmingham has more to offer than you think. They also have the coastline in Alabama. What's it called? The Florabama Shore, whatever it's called, the Bama Shore. Gulf Shores, Gulf Shores, Alabama. A lot of people love to vacation on Gulf Shores, Alabama. While I know Alabama kind of has a negative connotation, I actually think that Alabama has more to offer than we consider. Uh, outside of Nick Saban, I don't know what they offer. And I'm looking up how big Alabama's shoreline is because Louisiana basically takes all of their – it's 60 miles, Michelle. Look at it. If you look at it on a map, Alabama barely even gets any shoreline. Right, but we are talking about Gulf Shores, Okay. Known for white beaches and soothing warm waters. Mm, I don't know. Outside of Nick Saban, Nick Saban, yeah, I want Nick Saban on my team. But other than that, I think he's the only redeeming quality of that entire state. Now, ugh, this is where I, you know, I don't know. We're just throwing darts at the board here and who knows what happens. I think there's a clear bottom five states, but we haven't quite got there yet. But I don't really love any of the states left either. I'm going to go with Idaho because I love potatoes. I like potatoes in any form. I like hash. I like hash browns. I like baked potatoes. I like French fries. And if I'm going to get the official state of the potato, I want them as part of new Cerruti land. So give me the state of Idaho. Based on what we have left. That's I, I couldn't tell you anything else about Idaho other than potatoes. So my bad. I guess we'll learn when, you, when I welcome you to my new country. <laughs> You're going to learn on the fly. I don't know anything about Nebraska, and they're already on my list. So I guess we're going to have to start learning some. Uh, we're going to make, make some new friends here, Michelle. I'm looking at what I have left on the board. I'm going to stick in Big Ten country. I'm going Indiana. Give me the Pacers. Give me the Colts. Give me St. Elmo's Steakhouse. I will take Indiana. And you know what? I've been to Bloomington. Good time. It was a good time. And it's kind of one of those things where I think I know I'm going to like the people yet again. Oh, and in my notes, again, I have to scroll because I wrote little notes about all of these different states. And Indiana has a great state fair, and they have a place in Indiana called Santa Claus. It's America's Christmas hometown. So, you know what? We can celebrate Christmas. Sick is right. We can celebrate Christmas all year round and really just bring the holiday spirit to Smallman with Santa Claus, Indiana. Okay. Um, Indiana's a good pick, and the only other kind of state that's left over in that region that we haven't picked yet, I believe, is Ohio. And I'm just struggling as to whether or not I should pick Ohio because I also have Michigan because we know, obviously, about the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry. Yep, yep. I'm going to actually welcome in Ohio, though, even though I don't really love Ohio as a state, but maybe they could prove me. They'll come in as kind of like a low-expectation state, and then maybe they could prove me wrong. They do have a couple of pretty big cities. They've got, obviously, a great college sports team. They've got some pro sports teams. 
I don't know if I love Ohio as a whole, and I'm a little bit worried about the friction with the state of Michigan, but I'm going to take them because I do think they have some upside potential. Okay. Ohio, let me remove it off my big board here. Okay. So here's what we have left on the board. We have Arkansas, Kansas, Mississippi, New Hampshire, North and South Dakota, and West Virginia. To me, Steve, the answer is obvious, and I'm going Kansas. And there's really no place like home. (laughs) Um, The Sunflower State, Kansas, welcome. You have half of Kansas City in Kansas. We've got some great college hoops there. We've got rolling prairies. And that's really all I have to say about about Kansas. <laughs> I will say this. I did read that Kansas. Okay, here. Listen, listen to this. Okay, this is how. If people said Michelle, Kansas, why? Listen to the sentence. The sunflower state delivers astonishing varieties across its vast open prairie. Doesn't that just sound like a nice statement? I couldn't tell you anything that happens in Kansas, <laughs> the University of Kansas, and Kansas State. We've got some I think cowboy the heritage. Is it, though? I don't know. Like, again, Kansas, Iowa, Nebraska. I'm sorry. I'm kind of lumping you all into one group, but you're all, you're all kind of the same to me. There's really not much difference to me. All right. Well, I just Googled who's the most famous person from Kansas. And you know who's from Kansas is Kirstie Alley. So shout out. Cheers. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to use that as a selling point, but I couldn't care less. <laughs> if we're being honest. Uh, according. So sorry, Kirstie Alley, but uh, unfortunately, you don't have the pull to make me want to draft your state. Um, yeah, I don't even know if that's true. I'm trying to confirm here. <laughs> Let's see. Let me Google Kirstie Alley. Let's look up Kansas facts. Yeah, okay. Let's just, I mean, we should know at what least. We got? Yeah, Wichita, Kansas, Kirstie things. Alley. Fun facts about right. Kansas. Let's All find right. out. Kansas, cool state flag. I'll give them that. Well, how about this? What else? It's the home of Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, like I said, but the state song of Kansas is Home on the Range. Great song. Again, are you trying to sell this to me or are you just stating facts that I don't, I don't care, home on the reins, like what year is it? (laughs) Okay, actually when I'm looking at all of the other states that I have, I don't really have a state where their major industry is cattle production. So it's again, adding another stock to my portfolio. We're going to go agriculture, cattle production. Um, We've got some industrial minerals working in Kansas. So while it's a kind of an unassuming state, I think I'll be singing home on the range, watching Cheers and counting my cattle i don't think it's a bad pick um okay well i'm gonna go ahead and take the only stick because again i think the bottom five is definitely i think we're probably gonna have the same bottom five the only one that's left out of that right now is new hampshire which is basically like vermont light i will say this about new hampshire best state motto of any state really Wait, is i know live for your die I was so, say. damn it yeah yeah so i ruined it for you but yes live for your die so the live for your die state can fully welcomed into uh, new surrey land I have been to New Hampshire. I ran a half marathon there. I loved that the state motto was live free or die. And while it's kind of, um, it's an interesting state, I will put it that way. Lake Winnipesaukee, very beautiful. Very, very beautiful there. So, Mount Washington, very cool place. Uh, everyone's got bumper stickers about how their car climbs Mount Washington. So I guess that's cool. I don't know. Apparently they're known for apple cider donuts, clam chowder, venison. Not a big venison guy. Maple syrup. All these things I like. So you know what? Welcome to the union. Okay. So we've got five states left. Five states left. And I'm going South Dakota here. I'm taking Mount Rushmore. I'm taking the Badlands. Yeah. I'm taking a scenic place. I want the Buffalo to roam. I want the landscape 
amazing scenery. They actually have the tallest mountains between the Rockies and the Pyrenees. They have moon-like rock formations. If you look at pictures of South Dakota, it looks really beautiful. I also read that South Dakota is the place that you want to go if you'd like to eat exotic meat, which I don't, but I bet a lot of other people would, and that's <laughs> definitely how I would sell it. Sioux Falls looks like a pretty dope place. I mean, it's got waterfalls. Why wouldn't you want that? They also, from what I read, have two state-of-the-art arenas built for hockey and basketball teams, so we could certainly have some fun concerts there. I mean, they have sculptures. They have faces of presidents sculpted into a mountain. I'm not mad at that, so I am going South Dakota. No, it's a good call. For the Battle of the Dakotas, South Dakota is probably the clear winner. I'm going to take North Dakota, though, with my next pick because I think the bottom three kind of is what it is. But North Dakota, I'm just reading this right now, they produce a ton of wheat, um, honey, flaxseed, canola. So they're very farm-to-table-esque. They're the number one producer in the nation of honey. I love honey. I drink a lot of tea. I put tea in my honey. Very excited about that. They also have 39.1 million acres. Nearly 90% of North Dakota's land area is farms and ranches. So we're, like I said, we're going to be a very sustainable society in New Cerruti land. So, and because of our acquisition of North Dakota, they're going to, you know, get us to where we want. So we're going to have all the flaxseed, honey, and wheat that you want grown in New Cerruti land thanks to North Dakota. Remaining on the board challenging for Mr. or Mrs. Irrelevant would be West Virginia, Mississippi, and Arkansas. And I am going to choose with my next pick, Arkansas. Arkansas has part of the Ozarks in it, which, as we know, is a great place. They've got mountains. They've got caves. They've got rivers. They've got hot springs. And something that I'm really interested in, they have the Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art, which I've been told is one of the most amazing collections of art in the country. So sneaky more cultured than you would expect with the third to last pick, I'm going Arkansas. <laughs> uh, it's funny that we do have the same bottom three, and I'm going to tell you right now, let's see if we have the same last, I guess, of all the 50 states, the same state ranked last. I'm going to take Mississippi, and that is a, it's a coin flip between Mississippi and West Virginia. The only reason I'm taking Mississippi is because the weather seems to be a little bit nicer, and it does have some beach, whereas obviously West Virginia is completely landlocked. It's in the mountains. And I just, are people in West Virginia happy? Like, I know Nick Saban's from West Virginia, but he's never happy, so who knows? So I guess by default, I take Mississippi, even though I'm not super happy about it. Well, you know what's funny? Because we had West Virginia and Mississippi both left on the board, and I would have chosen West Virginia over Mississippi and here's why. When I Googled what are the best things about West Virginia, number one thing on the list is that West Virginia does autumn better than anywhere else on the planet. So for someone who made so many of your picks based on no, foliage, you, no, left, you left West Virginia on the board. They have over thousands of vibrant colors in the fall. West Virginia, they say, has the best autumn beauty out of any state. So it's kind of amazing that you wouldn't look at that. We've got, we've got the mountaineers. We've got mountain biking. We've got pepperoni rolls. I don't know if you know about this, but this is a thing West Virginians eat. They're called pepperoni rolls. Don't confuse them with stromboli. It's kind of like a loaf of bread stuffed with pizza, mozzarella, pepperoni, stuffed cheese. They sound delicious. They sound filling. I will eat those, and then I'll go mountain biking and look <laughs> look at the foliage. It looks Sounds beautiful. <laughs> Oh, West Virginia has bluegrass music. West Virginia, while it- Do you like bluegrass music? What is that? It's something I could uh, learn to love. And even though I was kind of afraid of West Virginia before this draft, now that West Virginia is drafted into Smallman, welcome. We're playing bluegrass music in Smallman. We're definitely, definitely going to eat some pepperoni rolls. And we're going to look at the leaves in the fall. We're going to swim in a swimming hole in the summer. And I'm into it. 
everything you just said about West Virginia didn't sell me one bit on why I should have taken West Virginia over Mississippi. Again, I'm just taking the beach, but the foliage thing is, first off, I've got enough foliage. I basically have the entire Northeast. The only state I don't have in the Northeast, which is the greatest center in this country and in my new country for foliage. The only state I don't have is Rhode Island, which isn't even known for foliage. So I'm good in the foliage department. And if I have to give up West Virginia because of a bunch of mountains and, you know, people wearing raccoon hats, I'm good with that. So I'll take the beaches in Mississippi, even though I'm not happy about it. And I think clearly West Virginia is the worst state. See, I think Mississippi is the worst. I I ran a half marathon in Mississippi. And, um, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. I ran a half marathon in Mississippi. And I've never been to Oxford. I heard Oxford is a good time. But we went to Jackson, which is supposed to be the, the shining star, I guess, in Mississippi. And there was literally nothing to do. On a Saturday night, we were told, hey, go here. You'll get some live music. The three places we were told to go all closed on a Saturday night. So... I can't speak to Jackson, but I have heard that Oxford, the Grove, is the best place to tailgate if you're going to go to a college football game. So, again, another notch in sort of my belt here for the state of Mississippi. And they've got two major SEC schools. I forgot about Mississippi State. So, yes, you have West Virginia and you have the Mountaineers, and that's cool. Be happy in the Big 12. Nobody cares about the Big 12. I've got two SEC schools, so what's up? You say that like you're proud of it. Um, yeah, you know me. I'm not the biggest college football fan there is, but I'm just trying to be all-encompassing for the people that live in New Land. A lot of them are probably going to be college football fans, and I've got two major schools and major programs that I took with my last pick. I feel like that's actually not that bad. I will say this about Jackson. Really good barbecue. I went to this place called The Pig and the Pint. Awesome, awesome barbecue sauce. I bought a bottle and drove it home. Still have it. It's really good. They also have a really cool place called Brent's Drugs. That's kind of an old school soda fountain shop in the front where you get a burger, some fries and a shake, and then you go in a secret door back to an apothecary where it's like artisanal cocktails. Uh, Yeah, so that was a cool place. But really, those are the only two places I can recommend. Love a good apothecary, for sure. Right. All right, so let's go over our list. Saruti, here is who you have in New Saruti land. New York, Wisconsin, Massachusetts, Hawaii, Florida, Maine, Washington, North Carolina, Maryland, Michigan, Alaska, Virginia, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Utah, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Nebraska, Georgia, Idaho, Ohio, New Hampshire, North Dakota, and Mississippi. How would you grade your draft? Strong. Knowing that I didn't have the first pick, which, I, as I said, I would have taken California. Of the states that you pick, the ones that I'm the most jealous of are probably, I don't even know, not that many. I mean, I would have liked to grab South Carolina. I probably would have liked to have grabbed Tennessee. Other than that, I'm very happy with the top part of my draft and even the middle part of my draft as well. I couldn't be happier right now, to be honest with you. There's three selections of yours that I wish were in Smallman, New York, Wisconsin, and Hawaii. Maryland, also a pretty good pick. I mean, you can make the case for Michigan or Florida, but really, I am very upset you got New York and Wisconsin. But other than that, when I'm looking up and down the coastline, the Midwest, all of the states that I have in Smallman, we've got California, we've got Illinois, Colorado, Texas, Oregon, Montana, Tennessee, Louisiana, South Carolina, Minnesota. Oh, wait. You had Vermont, right? I have Vermont, yep. I have Vermont. I, I have Vermont and New Hampshire. I have literally the entire Northeast except for Rhode Island. Okay, my bad. I forgot to put Vermont on your list. I wrote it in the wrong spot, so you had Vermont. So picking up from Minnesota, I also have New Jersey, Arizona. I have Missouri, shout out STL, Kentucky, Wyoming, Rhode Island, Iowa, Nevada, Delaware, Alabama, Indiana, Kansas, South Dakota, Arkansas, and West Virginia. So uh, as I'm looking at my picks here, I definitely love my top four. 
And then I think I might have some of the best value picks here. I think Montana is sneaky underrated, and I'm glad that it's there. Tennessee, I think with Nashville, should have gone higher. I also think that you are sleeping on Arizona, and I think you're sleeping on Missouri. No. And um, do we need to, one more time, go over the <laughs> the literacy rates of Iowa? I'm pumped to have so many smart people in small <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm very jealous of the literacy rates in Iowa, for sure. If I could have gone back in time, I may have taken them around sooner. But I'll have to live with that. I want to ask you this question. Would you trade California, your first pick, for New York and Wisconsin, my next two picks? For both of them, no questions asked. I would trade California for two top five picks. One, the number one overall for two first rounders. Top fives, of course. Would you not make that move? I would rather have New York and Wisconsin, too, I think. Uh, California, I think, again, as I said, I don't disagree with it being the first pick. It can be a little bit overrated. And I think especially because he went Illinois at four, which is the massive reach of the entire draft. I mean, that was a mid-round pick at best. You took it with the fourth pick. The top of yours, I don't love it. Like, I like Colorado, but I would have liked Colorado a little bit lower. I like Oregon, but you picked them at 10. I would have taken them a little bit lower. Montana at 12, that's insanely too high. Meanwhile, I've got New York, Wisconsin, Massachusetts, Hawaii, Florida, Maine, Washington. The top part of my draft just trumps yours uh, infinitely. The middle, I don't know. I think we could argue about the middle. I think, there are a lot, as I said, a lot of them are very much the same. And then the back end, none of us really like any of the bottom five states at all. But um, I think the top part of mine is why I take this thing home. I think it's so funny that you think Illinois is a huge reach at four and you don't think Massachusetts is a massive reach at five. No way. Massachusetts at five is mind-blowingly terrible. You know what that is? I'm sorry. Outside of Chicago, what does Illinois have? Whereas Massachusetts has a number, like a dozen great colleges. They have an incredible vacation spot in Cape Cod, and they're close to all these other great places in the Northeast. It's one of the best located places there is. So I think Massachusetts, maybe I overdrafted them a little bit, but Illinois at four is, I I think it's unforgivable. It's potentially a fireable offense. Okay, your Massachusetts pick, you just picked Ryan Leaf. You taking Massachusetts at number five is Ryan Leaf. You taking Illinois at four is like taking Jamarcus Russell. What? Jamarcus Russell's throwing ability is like the city of Chicago, but then everything after that is like, what else is there? There's nothing else. Sorry, Steve. Don't be jealous. Small men, don't hate us because you ain't us. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, well, I'm, I'm interested in what people know. I guess we'll have to tweet out the list itself and let us know who you think we overdrafted, who you think we underdrafted. Try to leave your state out of it, too. Everyone's biased. So if you're from Kansas and you're mad that Michelle picked them at 44th, like, oh, they should have won in the top 40 for sure. Try to take your state bias out of it. I don't think other than Illinois, maybe, as you said, Massachusetts, I don't think there are that many uh, states that we have drafted way out of whack. No, I don't think so either. My top five were California, New York, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Colorado. So I got three of my top five. And really anything else that follows, I'm, I mean, let's be real. The top picks of your draft are what's going to carry you to success. Yes, those mid to late round picks can come in handy. You need to do some advanced scouting on them, hence what I did with Iowa and the literacy rates. Again, we need a cerebral pick here. But if I'm looking at my draft in totality, you have to look at those early round picks, those first round picks, and getting three of my top five on my my big board. I think I nailed it. I really think I kicked your ass in this one, Steve. If you can give a football equivalent to the state of Florida, like it's a prospect, is Florida like the Johnny Manziel of states? Florida to me, I mean, it's a make or break state. If Florida is a good thing for me, then I think I clearly win this thing. If they don't and it blows up in my face and Florida's just, you know, is more weird and classic Florida like they sometimes can be, then yes, I think that it's probably closer than, uh, than maybe I'm alluding to. Gosh, who would be another option that was so boomer bust that was so polarizing you should take him you shouldn't take him is there anybody else that you can think of because johnny manziel really is a good comparison 
Yeah, it would have to be someone that has like a ton of talent, but a ton of baggage, <laughs> right? Yes, and Johnny Manziel, while he had a ton of talent, a lot of people were looking at that situation being like, you know, he didn't even know the place. He's just scrambling out there. He was making things happen because of his natural talent. But a lot of red flags. And you know what? Yeah. Thank you for making that comparison because while I was thinking, mm, love Miami, ooh, the keys are nice, that makes me even more pleased that you ended up with Florida because we know how those boomer bust talents tend to play out. No, like I said, it could blow up in my face, but I think at nine, there's value there. At some point, their value and, and Florida's upside, is it's too much to pass over, and I think that they were a top 10 pick no matter what. I took them at nine, so I think that's fair. Even though I just said that you'd rather roll the dice on someone that could be a boom and take the heat if it's a bust? Yeah, for example, you took Oregon right after that. Would you rather have Oregon or Florida? Oregon. Nah, I think most people would side with me on this, even though Florida can be a mess at times. See, uh, but I think this, Florida was actually drafted in the right spot. I kind of drafted based on the lines, right? Like, I'm going to beat you up front. I went with states that I knew could bring things based on a surefire positive. I'm going Oregon, Portland, wine country, landscape, all sure things, all sure things, where while you're talking about the mm. positives of Florida, you can't speak on the positives without the negatives. What's the negatives of Oregon? Some... Some vastness. Oregon's boring. Oregon can be boring. So can Colorado. So can Tennessee. A lot of your top picks, they are a little bit flat and plain and boring. Whereas, yeah. like, I, yeah, I went a little bit, like, I have Hawaii. I have Florida. I have some a little bit out there aggressive ones. But, you know, I'm going to put some bust in the seats. Whereas, I think you might be boring us a little bit to death here with some of the picks in, in, in your top ten. Right. But if I pick California number one overall, and that's my franchise quarterback, I need that strong, boring left tackle in Oregon. You have to have both. <laughs> That is a good point. That is a good point. All right, let's leave it up to the fans then. Good call. We're going to leave it up to the listeners. We will send out our list. Vote. We'll post it on Twitter, at msmallman, at Saruti, and our boy, at Saruti, verified, fancy. <laughs> yeah, shout out Jen, by the way. Speaking of Jen, thank you. I'm officially now a verified person, which is uh, hilarious. And Twitter is getting increasingly more hostile these days and now officially verified on it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a cool feeling. It's kind of weird, but... Um, I don't know. I was always kind of against being verified because I was like, why would anyone be impersonating me? Why would anyone be like, hey, I'm going to make a fake Saruti account and just start posting random things? But I don't know. It is kind of a cool feeling. We will tweet out our, well, we'll just tweet out a poll maybe and say, who do you think won? Either way, you'll see it. Follow us. You'll see it. Okay. Well, before we get to a review, I wanted to say this. Steve, do you want to do a quick shout out corner? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this is something that we enjoyed, we did the other time. We just want to shout things out. I want to start here. We got some metrics on our podcast recently, and first of all, thank you to everyone who's listening. We were very surprised by the numbers, pleasantly surprised by the numbers. We can't believe how many people listen to us. And small talk is kind of your home for bullshit. We just BS with each other. That's literally what we do. But we didn't realize small talk is your home for international bullshit, because when we got the metrics back, some of these these countries out there listening to small talk... We need to shout out. I've got these papers right in front of me here. Let me let you know. So in addition to the United States, I just want to shout out Australia. Our friends down under listening to small talk. Thank you so much. Australia, we love you. Also, let's shout out Canada, our friends to the north. I mean, we love Toronto. Come on. Toronto is one of the cities that I would live in. I would have picked the province of Ontario if I could have picked them in the state draft. So we are big Canada fans here on small talk. Huge. Also, konnichiwa to our friends in Japan. (laughs) Konnichiwa, bitches. Nice. (laughs) We're huge in Japan, huge in the Asian market. (laughs) Honestly, we really are. And then finally, another country getting traction with small talk. Shout out to the Swedes. Shout out Sweden. 
Love the Swedes. Latan Ibrahimovic, come on. The Swedes, Swiss cheese, come on. Although that's in way, that's not even Swiss, that's Switzerland. Sorry, I apologize already. I don't know enough <laughs> about you, Sweden, but I will figure it out because I know that you're big fans of the show. So, Sweden, welcome aboard. <laughs> you're home for international bullshit. It is small talk. Also, I'm looking up things from Sweden. It's a Scandinavian nation, thousands of coastal islands, inland lakes, forests, glaciated mountains. Looks beautiful. Stockholm. Uh, I can't pronounce any of these other names, but it's built on 14 islands. They've got 50 bridges, a medieval town, Steve, royal palaces, and museums. So shout out Sweden. You sound like a great place to live. Yeah, and everybody knows Sweden's the best Scandinavian country. Come on. Yeah, I mean, obviously, clearly. And no disrespect to all the other Scandinavian countries that may or may not be enjoying small talk as well. (laughs) (laughs) Big Nordic people here. Yeah, huge, huge. I mean, we go from Japan, Canada, Scandinavia, we're all in. Well, this was fun, Steve. This draft was fun. I mean, I was really stressed out about it. And then once we started picking, I kind of pushed all my notes to the side and just kept looking at the big board to even see what was available. Well, early on, I feel like my strategy worked of picking states that I thought that you would be interested in and leaving ones that I didn't think for later because I knew I'd be able to get them. And it did work, especially with my first two. But yeah, you're right. Once we got to the middle, I don't know. Just cause It's hard to differentiate Delaware and Indiana. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Did I get both of those? Did you say Delaware and Indiana? I think I ended up with both of those. You got both, yes. <laughs> I went a hard path in both those states. We can't differentiate between either, and I landed with both. I'm going to really sit at home, and I am going to really do some research on Smallman and the states that comprise it. And I'm going to come back next week with some hardcore facts as to why, if we were going head-to-head in any sort of battle, Smallman would absolutely crush New Cerruteland. And I want to look at a map, too, and highlight the states that we picked to see what, because I know I have the Northeast covered. I know I have the two outlier states covered. I am all over the map. I've got a couple of Midwestern states. I've got a couple of Western states. I've got several Southern states. Whereas I think you, yours is more, I, I wonder if all your states probably touch because you've got, you obviously have the West Coast in California. You've got a ton of ones in the middle of the country in the Midwest. You are just not a Northeast person. And I think I've learned that about you. And you've only have one state in the Northeast. So I think it, your bias has sort of came out in this draft. But um, I think I put my biases aside and took several Midwestern states. First of all, how dare you? I have New Jersey. I have Delaware. I have Rhode Island. I am not abandoning the Northeast. Sorry that I think the pizza. The worst states in the Northeast. That the pizza in Connecticut is overrated, and I think Massachusetts at five was the biggest mistake in perhaps draft history. But anyway, I digress. Well, let us know. Let's get to a review, Steve. This one comes from G.I. Jomer. Subject line, bid you adieu from the Lou. Five stars. You guys are amazing. I've listened since the Rosillo days, and it has only gotten better. You always provide amazing content and lots of laughs. Thought you could use bid you adieu from the Lou if you needed a new sign-off. Can't wait until you get your interview with a D-bag cheater. Bid you adieu from the Lou is somehow worse than anything that we've come up with so far. It's worse than Goodnight Boston. It's worse than Keep It Real or whatever I was saying yeah, before. It like it is, keep It Real is pretty terrible, but bid you adieu from the loo. I don't know. I, we, we have to workshop that. But I appreciate the enthusiasm. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate the suggestion, too, because it could be one of those things where we think initially, mm, not so much, and the more we marinate on it, maybe we'll like it. We bid you adieu from the loo. But I don't think I can say it unless I say it in that really high, annoying voice. And I don't know why. But it just kind of rolls off your tongue better if you kind of pop your shoulder and say it in a high voice. You know, like, good bitch you do from the loo. Let's close with good day, sir. I don't know. It seems weirdly proper. Bid you adieu from the loo. Good day. Good day, sir. Good day to you. Well, thank you. 
G.I. Jomer for that review. If you haven't already, please head to Apple Podcasts, search for Small Talk, subscribe to it, rate it, preferably five stars, and leave a review. We will read your reviews at the end of the podcast. And again, please let us know what you thought of the draft. Please let us know which country you think is better or I should say constructed in a better manner, right? Because everyone is going to have a state that they, do you think more people are going to look at how we drafted in totality or that they're going to say, this is my home state, this is the state I think is the best, and they're going to vote based on just that singular state? Uh, People are going to get pissed off about where their home state is for sure. Yeah, you're probably right. Anyway, this was fun. All right, we will be back in action soon, but until then, we bid you adieu from the loo. Oh, God, here we go. One time and one time only. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.